Whether you are a student or a professional in the workplace, there's always a way to procrastinate and waste time. And that to-do list you were so sure you would finish by the end of the day just goes out of the window. With barely anything checked off of it, you go home at the end of the day with a feeling of self-doubt and annoyance knowing you could have got so much more done should you have just concentrated harder and been less distracted. I can totally understand that because I'm kind of a person who likes to finish each day feeling fulfilled and satisfied knowing that I used all my time well and got everything on my to-do list done. But I'm quite lazy and a big procrastinator too. So more often my list don't get checked off completely and it creeps me and I feel useless and good for nothing. How much ever more exaggerated it sounds like but it is true. My laziness has given me a tough time tackling productivity at work and also at home. After spending a lot of time thinking about it and many, many years of struggle with my productivity obsession, I realized that there are two main reasons why I felt I wasn't productive enough in any particular day. Those two reasons were, one, I was more reactive than proactive towards my work. And second, I had developed a habit. I don't know if I should call it a good habit or a bad habit. It is just habit that comes in my way. Basically, something that was interfering with my productivity. Bill Gates once said, I choose a lazy person to do a hard job because a lazy person will find an easy way to do it. So laziness and procrastination is not that bad. Huh? Let's discuss. Welcome back to yet another episode of Course Creation Made Easy with your host Rashmi. I help people give purpose to their skills and create an online course business around it by giving clear, actionable, step-by-step -step roadmap for creating your first or your next digital course. I do not keep any secrets, tips or tricks with me whatsoever. With this podcast, I also bring to you all the mistakes I made in my initial courses, the lessons I learned from them and how you could avoid those. Alright, getting back to today's episode. In the beginning of the episode, I spoke about two reasons why I felt I wasn't productive enough in a day. And those were, one, I was more reactive than proactive. And second, a habit that was coming in my way and interfering with my productivity. It could be just scrolling through my Facebook or Instagram or binge watching a Netflix series or getting involved in some gossip talks which are completely irrelevant and uncalled for. So there was either something interfering with my productivity which I was doing or I was not thinking about what I need to do enough before I start doing it. So there was not enough planning. And I tried to find out solution in many different ways. So one of the ways was changing my perspective towards how I look at procrastination and laziness. Because I truly believe that procrastination also has some rewarding benefits. So whenever there is a new project or some assignment or something new that I'm coming up for, uh, I feel a tinge of intimidation every time I'm reminded of it. Even when I'm not actively working at it or even if it has not yet started, my subconscious mind is constantly processing various propositions that will help me prepare for that impending task. Uh, it makes me think over all the diverse ideas and make unexpected leaps and think in all different directions that are not linear. And when I'm actually finally sitting to work on that project, I am generally overwhelmed at all the number of ideas that were lurking in my mind. 
Sometimes it does make it difficult for me to get even started with the project. But most of the times, all the ideas that were floating in my mind generally helps me have more clarity towards how I want to work on the project, what tools and human resources I need to finish that project in time. So yes, procrastination also has some rewarding benefits. And similarly, there are some interesting things about laziness as well. So uh, let me talk about this. So laziness, I believe, also triggers hyperproductivity. Well, generally, you would say laziness and hyperproductivity should never go hand in hand. But it happens with me a lot of times. I've been like a lazy sloth bear on my couch watching TV and also watching my watch with seconds and minute hand going tick tock tick tock and I'm often hit by an acute and very necessary need to get up from that couch and accomplish something. That is when my adrenaline kicks in and I'm on my toes striking off all the to-do to things from my list. For a lazy person like me, what I understand is you have to be so dismayed at your own productivity that now you cannot stop yourself from getting your work done. But let me warn you, this is quite a deadlock. This is quite a vicious circle because soon this productivity or hyperproductivity mode is going to wear off. It doesn't stay too long and you'll be back on the couch in your comfort zone awaiting the disappointment to descend on you. And again, the hyperproductivity bug kicks in. And so it's like, be lazy for some time, wait for the trigger, and then that will make you get up and finish the job. Well, there's nothing wrong about it because you will just get better at prioritizing things which I noticed in myself. You cannot afford to be unproductive in this competitive world where the population is rising and it is at its all-time high. Actually, as per statistics, it says that an average employee is only productive for 2 hours and 53 minutes per day, which is pretty low, right, for an 8 to 9 hour job. In such a competition-driven market, this level of productivity will bear no fruitful results, leading to a downfall. In order to sustain against the competition and stay afloat with either your business or your job or be employed, it is vital that we focus on improving productivity. One thing that I have learned the hard way and that is there are no fixes, there are no tips or tricks or secrets to improve your productivity overnight. But there are methods that we can apply to bring productivity in our life over a longer period of time. It's nothing but art of time management and getting closer to your goals. When I say time management, it doesn't always mean time management at work. It also means how you manage your time relaxing, what you do to calm your mind. And these are the also small time gaps that will help you yield effective results. So there are many techniques. Like one of the Pomodoro technique where like, Pomodoro means tomato. And this was developed in 1980s and also got revised in between. But it mostly talks about time management. Time management by incorporating short breaks in your daily work routine to improve productivity. It was inspired by a tomato-shaped kitchen timer, just another tool to keep track of your time and give you alarms in terms of what you need to do and when. There's another method that talks about stress-free productivity. It has five aspects, which are capture, clarify, organize, reflect, and engage. In the first step in capture, you try to make your task list, 
your to-do list, capture all your thoughts and ideas. So whether you use a notepad or some fancy app on your mobile phone, it doesn't really matter. All you're trying to do is capture all your ideas and thoughts and list and tasks that you need to do in one place. Next step is clarify. In this step, you elaborate on each task that you need to do. So that gives you a fair amount of idea and preparation that you need to have before you start doing that task. This is where you tackle your being proactive than reactive. Next step is to reflect. So you reflect on your task and your to-do list. Spend some time in deciding what you need to do now, what you're going to do later, and decide at what rate of progress you need to pick up each task. And the last step is to engage. Engage means actually getting your work done. I mean, getting your work organized into different buckets and categories and break it. Break the task into smaller tasks and little to-do lists. There are many, many, many such methods that will help you improve your productivity. I just mentioned a couple of them, but what helped me the most is going to be unique to me and what is going to help you the most is going to be unique to you. Let me share what helped me. What helped me the most was uh, when I started planning a day before. You can do it a day before or first thing in the morning. And the most important thing is to have three goals in a day, not more than three, not less than three. Three is a good number to achieve. It could be, if it is less than three, you will feel that it is too small a number. There are just a couple of things you did and you will not feel the sense of achievement and fulfillment before you go to bed. More than three has likely chances of overwhelming you, which did to me. So I used to have a list of 100 things, but I could, I would tick mark only those three things which I wanted to finish that day before going to sleep. The mandatory three things that I wanted to achieve that day to feel productive. If I had more time at hand and I had that urge of completing more things because I'm in a spree of taking off tasks from my to-do list, then I would just pick up more things from the list and go ahead. This particular method has helped me tremendously and I'm sure it will help you as well. Once you do this for a few days, automatically you will get into this habit of, okay, what do I do today? Where is my list? So now I have got so much habituated with this method that it becomes sometimes a little difficult to work without a list for me. I don't know if that's a disadvantage, but it really does keep my mind free from over planning which I anyway tend to do when I am procrastinating. There's one more thing that I would like to talk about, and that is when to tackle your most important challenges. People say that, you know, after breakfast and before lunch is when you will be most productive. But I believe that these times are different for different people, whether it is morning or it is just before the end of the day where you know that you're, if you don't finish this work today, the day is going to end and you're going to feel unsatisfied and unproductive to go to bed. And that's when you get up from your seat and start working. For me, that was the one. So it's important to figure out what is that time of the day where you are most productive. You're generally at high energy levels during that time. You feel fresh, your mind is clearer, your body works faster during that time. And also you can handle distractions better at that time. 
I would not say there won't be much distractions for you during that time because there are going to be. We are in a world where we are like surrounded by distractions. It is just that that time of the day, you can handle distractions better and you know it you when you do that better. So figure out that time of the day for you. In everyone's work life, the unexpected things are bound to happen. Such events bring forth strong emotional responses which can pile up unpleasant reactions in us. This tendency to react seriously uh, affects our ability to be productive. Hence, we must strive towards becoming more proactive, which can happen when we make dynamic, flexible plans to adapt to situations as they change. Plans are very important to our productivity. Not only do they save time and organize our goals and tasks, but they also allow us to develop a what-if stream of thought. By thinking about all the possibilities, we are able to better prepare ourselves from being surprised by unexpected events. So planning tasks and goals with a margin of for contingencies for unexpected events can vastly improve your productivity in the workspace and also in your life in general. Productivity is not all about saving minutes and a percentage increase in your output. It is a way of life that comes with practice. Working long hours will not improve your productivity. To actually see a difference, spend time planning your goals, take regular breaks, make sure you have a relaxed mind at all times, create a good work-life balance, take walks and focus on creative solutions to your problems. Take vacations and spend time with your family and friends. All of this will not only improve your time management and waste management at work, but also reflect in your life as whole. And with that thought, I will call it an episode. I hope you find, found some useful tips to get more things done. And I hope your checklist gets done very, very soon. This is Rashmi and I'm signing off now, but I will be back next Thursday with more insights. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much and bye-bye.